Welcome to the Anchor Daily Podcast. We are so excited for the next 21 days of prayer and fasting as we enter into 2023. During this time, we encourage each of you to take advantage of the resources shared and to actively participate in prayer and fasting. Let's be encouraged and look forward to this journey with anticipation and faith in what God will do. Join us as we seek the Lord and discover what He has for us in this new year. Hello, Bethel friends. This is Connie Edwards, joining you today as we continue to explore the topic of a generous God. The word generosity derives from words meaning of noble birth or lineage. Over the centuries, it has come to mean noble in spirit, more familiar to us as bountiful or open-handedness in the spirit of abundant giving for the good of others. Both meanings come together in Jesus as attributes of God. Our scripture today is John 3, 14-21, New International Version. All words recorded in these verses were spoken by Jesus as he answered questions from a man named Nicodemus, a Pharisee. On several occasions, Jesus denounced this sect of pious Jewish leaders as hypocrites. In Matthew 15, 8 and 9, he quoted the prophet Isaiah, These people honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. They worship me in vain. Their teachings are but rules taught by men. Knowing this, we might expect to see Jesus rebuke Nicodemus and send him away. But Jesus doesn't. In Matthew 15, 13, Jesus calls the Pharisees blind guides. Yet, Jesus healed both physical blindness and spiritual blindness, and Nicodemus was spiritually blind. First, Jesus discloses his origin as heaven and his title as son of man. In John 3:13, Jesus said, No one has ever gone into heaven except the one who came from heaven, the Son of Man. In verse 14, he began teaching the conditions of salvation, the first of which is to be accomplished by him. Jesus said, Just as Moses lifted up the snake in the desert, so the Son of Man must be lifted up, that everyone who believes in him may have eternal life. Here Jesus refers to an account Nicodemus likely knew, recorded in Numbers 21, 4-9. Let's look back at around 1452 B.C. and see what he's talking about. After all God had done for the Israelites to free them from Egyptian slavery, they spoke against God and Moses. But when God sent venomous snakes, they repented. Then God told Moses to make a snake and put it up on a pole. God provided a way of salvation after the people repented. If anyone chose to look upon the bronze snake, a symbol of God's salvation, they lived. If they rejected God's way, they died. Jesus correlates this account to his mission, his death on the cross, whereby through faith and belief in him, we can have eternal life. In John 3, 16-21, we read the words of Jesus as he explained the gospel to Nicodemus. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, 
but to save the world through him. Whoever believes in him is not condemned, but whoever does not believe stands condemned already because he has not believed in the name of God's one and only Son. This is the verdict. Light has come into the world, but people love darkness instead of light because their deeds were evil. Everyone who does evil hates the light and will not come into the light for fear that his deeds will be exposed. But whoever lives by the truth comes into the light so that it may be seen plainly that what he has done has been done through God. Jesus isn't talking about physical blindness here. However, the analogy is clear. If someone who is blind is given sight, do they choose to shut out the light and remain in the familiarity of darkness, or choose to turn the lights on, throw open the curtains, and step into a new way of living? Having heard Jesus' words, Nicodemus can no longer claim ignorance or spiritual blindness. He must make a life-changing decision. He may have reasoned that the easiest choice would be to do nothing, keep his seat on the Jewish council among the Pharisees and knowingly hide evil deeds like a sighted man in darkness. No one but himself need know he'd gone from spiritual blindness to spiritual darkness. Yet his stale and lifeless belief system of endless hypocritical condemnation was challenged by the word Jesus spoke to him. Nicodemus' eyes were open to the truth and a compelling way of life in the light of Jesus. The gospel was alive, offering freedom from condemnation, a treasury of good works, and the promise of eternal life through God's generosity. What would he choose? I don't know what Nicodemus chose, but clearly Jesus didn't turn him away. Jesus never turns anyone away who sincerely seeks him and desires to know the truth. As with Nicodemus, we are each offered that choice, however difficult it may be. We are assured of this. When we place our faith and trust in Jesus Christ by accepting God's generous gift, we pass from death to eternal life. Pray with me. Thank you, Jesus, for your words of life and for your generous sacrifice that only you can offer as freedom from spiritual blindness and darkness. As we choose your gift of eternal life and live in the light of your salvation, may the truth of what you have done through God be plainly seen. Amen. Thank you for joining us on this 21 day of prayer and fasting journey. We hope that you've been encouraged and moved. As we continue to rely on God and listen to his word, we pray that you've been filled with his presence and guidance. May God continue to bless our journey and guide us in the weeks to come. Please don't forget to like and subscribe to our podcast for more updates and encouragement.